0: Well, we are in the book of Amos now, and uh, we're going to be flying through these minor prophets. Um, we're going to be going through a couple of them on Wednesday nights, and uh, making sure we understand what what's going on in these uh, minor prophets. Um, today, I want to look at Amos as we're starting Amos today, and um, Amos chapter two. There's a verse in ten, and it's already talking about the judgment coming on on them, and it says in in verse. 10 of chapter 2 of Amos it says and I brought you from the land of Egypt and led you 40 years in the wilderness in order to possess the land of the Amorite I raised up some of your sons as prophets and some of your young men as Nazarites is this not the case Israelites this is the Lord's declaration and but you made the Nazarites drink wine and commanded the prophets do not prophesy He says, I'm going to crush this place. And in the end, it says, even the most courageous of warriors will flee naked on that day because this is the Lord's declaration. I want us just to come to this for a moment and think about what God is telling them uh, through Amos. I mean... Think about what Israel has been through. We've read it. We've read it for over um, 15 months now. We've been in God's Word, playing it every day, going through God's Word and seeing the faithfulness of God time and time again. And he reminds them of that here. He says, I took you through the land of Egypt. And we're going through that on on Sunday mornings now um, through the Exodus story. He says, I took you through it, led you through the 40 years in the wilderness and gave you the land. He says, I raised up some of your sons to be prophets. I mean, think about this. Israel had been blessed with some of the mightiest of prophets such as Elijah and Elisha. And yet they tell them, don't prophesy. Do not prophesy. Um, he gave them Nazarites with the Nazarite vow. And he said, you told them to break their vows with me. He says, I've, I've, I've provided for you time and time again. And all you've done is, is, is stop the provision. You, you've jumped in and intervened and told them not to prophesy after I told them to prophesy. You told them to break a vow after I gave them and they gave a vow to me. He says, there, there's going to be judgment that comes on this place. And... Uh, I've been here this whole time, and and you haven't listened. You've rebelled. You turned from me, and this day's going to be a, a a hard day, a day of judgment. This is the Lord's declaration, and um, I think about us today and how this applies to us, though. And and I think about those words. He says, "I led you for forty years in the wilderness. I gave you prophets. And I gave you those who made vows to me." He says, "But you intervened and told him not to, not to help." It reminds me of a. A story of, of a man on a, on a roof and I was told this when I was younger and there was a huge flood that came in and so the man gets up on his roof and he's trying to get help and as he's on the roof there's this um, little bitty John boat that comes because um, the water's already almost to the rooftop and and the little John boat says hey sir um, come on I'll help you off and he said no no uh, he said I prayed to God and God's gonna help me and then um, a little later, uh, there's a patrol boat with some lights that come on, and 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 the patrol boat comes over and says, "Hey, uh, get off! I'll, I'll help you. Come on, let's let's go." And he said, "No, um, I, I prayed to God. And he's going to help me." And then there's a helicopter that comes, and he lets a rope down and says, "Just grab the rope. Grab the rope. We'll, we'll help you up." And the man said, um, "I'm gonna. God's gonna help me. And and uh, I'm okay. God's gonna help me. I've prayed, and He's gonna help." And the helicopter leaves, and he ends up being stranded there. And he ends up, after a while, crying out to God and saying, God, why why are you not saving me? You told me you would save me. You told me that you would help me. And God responds to the man on the roof and says, I tried. He said, I sent a boat. I sent a patrol boat. I sent a helicopter. And you denied it each time. And I think about the Israelites here. And God had been walking with them over and over and over again and answering um, a prayer to be faithful to them. And, and they say, don't prophesy. Don't hold your vow. So I want to think about us today and, and think through um, areas in our life, how, how we've prayed over and over and over again, how we've sought the Lord over and over and over again, and asked for His help over and over and over again. And I want to just be cautious. Um, has the Lord sent it already? Have we missed it? Have we missed the, the ways that God has been working? And would you rely on that? Would you would you be sensitive to see that He may answer in ways that you don't, don't expect? More than anything, though, when we see God at work, may we never... Um, re- turn against it and, and, and intervene to stop it. They said, do not prophesy. Can you imagine? In other words, God spoke and they said, God, don't speak. Let us never tell God not to speak. But what is it that we do when we don't open God's word? We're telling him not to speak. When we don't um, spend time in fellowship with the church, we're telling him don't speak. When we don't um, talk to our family about the Lord, we're telling him don't speak. And so I want to encourage you and always, always this week, let God speak. Father, we love you and we trust you and we thank you for being a speaking God. One who speaks, one who's faithful, one who who loves. And so may we say to you, speak and speak louder. In the name of Christ we pray, amen.